This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast for August 18th, 2020, only 77 days before the election. And this podcast is why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. And today I'm so honored to be able to interview Diamond and Silk, who have been some of the strongest supporters of Donald Trump. And I, they have a new book out. And today we're going to talk about their book and find out more about their lives and find out more about what's happening in our country and find out more about Donald Trump. I've interviewed the president. Last week I interviewed uh, James Dobson. Uh, tomorrow I interview Pat Robertson. But I am so excited to have you. Every time you're on the TV, I watch you. I mean, you are just so full of life, so full of love, and you're so bold. You don't care what the left says about you, do you? Oh, we sure no. don't. The more they hate, the more we continue to educate. That's right. And let people know that you have to look into who you're voting for. Uh, you can no longer vote for a system that want to hand you crumbs, that want to skim from the top and leave Americans left at the bottom. So, That's right. Yeah, we bold when we're, when we're speaking. That's right. And it's time for a lot more other people to start speaking up and speaking out and stop allowing these the, the devil, the, the people that want to keep you silent, stop being uh, subjected to a submission um, and not being vocal about what you truly believe and who you truly believe in. And that's the message of this new book that we're talking about. It's out very soon. It's called The Uprising. That's right. Who says you can't ditch and switch? And uh, I just think this is such an important a message to get out. In fact, I wrote about it in the book I just wrote, God, Trump, and the 2020 election. There's an entire chapter about mm -hmm. the relationship between Donald Trump and the African-American community. And yeah. uh, full disclosure, I also ditched and switched. I was a Democrat for many years until I finally figured out there wasn't a Democrat in the country that I'd vote for. But yours was so <laughs> much more uh, profound. Nobody knew or cared about me, but Really, a lot of people need to have this eye-opening experience. What was it that caused you to finally sort of see that the way you were going was, was wrong and that maybe there was something else? Well, back in 2015, when Donald Trump announced he was running for president, we loved the things that he was talking about. That's right. You know, we had already had a, a supposed-to-be black president for eight years that didn't do anything for the black community. The one thing we realized was that that Barack Hussein Obama, he was a career politician, mm -hmm. a, 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 a Bush career politician, a, a Bill Clinton career politician. We didn't need another career politician. We wanted a businessman who had the master plan to truly make this place great again. That's right. So when 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 Donald, then the candidate Donald Trump started talking about, I want to secure the border. Don't you secure your house? Don't you? Ain't the White House secure? America House should be secure. I want to bring back jobs. It was Barack Hussein Obama that says, Hey, these jobs will never come back. Mm -hmm. You will have to wave a magic wand. Well, I guess that magic wand must have been the businessman, That's right. President Donald J. Trump, because those jobs started coming back. And then I want to bring back spirit. Up until this George Floyd incident, I thought we had great spirit. We were starting to understand each other mm -hmm. as black, white, whatever color you want to call yourself. Mm -hmm. And then after the George Floyd incident, you started seeing all of this civil unrest. What, what people don't realize is planned civil unrest right. to make the president look bad and to 
to put us apart, to, to keep us from, from, from being brothers and sisters, whether we're black and white, hand in hand. That's they right. want to tear us, literally tear us apart, and they want to use the race card to do it. So you could say that Diamond and Silk had an awakening. Right. That's why yes, it's the awakening did. of Diamond and Silk. Yes. We had an awakening from the fall of being stuck in what we call the black box of the Democrat Party. And what we realize is that we have our own minds. We can think for ourselves. We have our own mouth. We can speak for ourselves. We don't need anybody spoon-feeding us a narrative and choking us to believe in this ideology that they continue to push down our throat that the only way, because you're Black, you can only vote Democrat. We awakened from that particular uh, uh, dialogue and realized that we can vote for whoever we wanted to mm-hmm. vote for. And that's who we, what we did. We voted for Donald J. Trump. Oh, well, good for you. And, you know, you were, your press release says that you were virtually invisible black sisters from North Carolina sharecropping roots to become the spark and emblem of one of the greatest political revolutions in American history. Wow, what an odyssey. Wow. How, how did you come from nowhere to where you are now? But, but you got to understand this. We had no plans. If you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Right. We had no plans for none of this. We didn't realize that this was happening. Understand that. It's, we had that little YouTube t- channel uh-huh. with only 10 people on it. We just didn't know a lot of people were hearing us. That's right. We were speaking from the heart. It was very authentic, what we were saying, because we got tired of the same old, same old. If the Democrat Party was the best party, then why is it that people in the Democrat Party keep complaining they don't have this all that and right. i don't care who gets in that's right you know we got tired of that yeah we wanted something different and we voted different well you finally came to the attention of donald trump i know that because i've seen you at some of his rallies yeah how, how in the world did you meet donald trump the first time look Wow. That was back in 2015, December of 2015, Mm -hmm. when he did a rally in North Carolina, and there was no way that he was going to be there and we not be there. Mm -hmm. So it was arranged for us to be there, and we met, we talked, we spoke, we took pictures. And then the crazy thing about that night, it is the most phenomenal thing, crazy in a good way. While we were sitting in the audience, they were asking the audience members questions, and um uh, the audience members was able to ask the candidate Donald Trump questions. And somebody looked at us and said, you all want to ask him a question? We was like, yes. So we stood up. And when he looked back and saw it was uh, being silk, he said, get up here. So now he have us on his stage. And that was the night that we told him, the world, everybody in that auditorium. We looked back there and all of those hundreds of cameras and said that he was going to be the 45th president of the United States. But now keep in mind that, that at that time, Time, candidate Donald Trump didn't know us from Adam or Eve. That's right. He didn't he, know who we he were. He just stood back and gave us his mic. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever we spoke our truth. Yes. And it was just. And that was pretty gutsy because you never know what somebody's going to say when you give him the mic. Absolutely. Wow. And we didn't take that, his mic. He gave he it, gave to, it us to us and, and he stepped back. back. That's right. And so when, when, when he talked about his instinct, he had a very good instinct. Let me tell you something. You could say we've been on the Trump train since the very beginning. We invented that train. We invented it. That's it, right. When it wasn't popular <laughs> to stop for Trump, we were stumping for Trump. That's and right. you know why I won't, we won't ever leave him? Because he's been one of the best presidents we've ever seen. In yep. our lifetime, black unemployment at an all-time low, home ownership at an all-time high. If you 
want to become an entrepreneur, he cut the red tape and the regulation for that to happen. Yep. He's given more money to HBCUs than any president has ever given. Uh, first Step Act, giving people a second chance, opportunity zones, yep. and letting people know these places where these rioters went in and destroyed, we will rebuild these places. We're going to bring back America bigger, better, and stronger than we've ever seen it before. I'm sticking with 45. I'm not taking a nosedive right here. Mm-mm. That's right. <laughs> well, you're you're prophetic when you said he'd be the next president. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought that. <laughs> and in December yep. 215, I will confess, I was still a Ted Cruz guy. It took me until about May to jump on the Trump train, but I'm certainly <laughs> there now. And I just don't I don't understand why people can't see the facts. I mean, this isn't just rhetoric. He's actually done the things mm-hmm. that he said he would do. What politician does that? Well, you have to understand this here. The media. See, if you hear something long enough, you will believe it. Look at our media. Look at where people are getting their information from. 98% of the media is owned by left-leaning liberals who don't like our president. And then you even have some in the conservative, some on the conservative side, saying the most defaming, derogatory things about the president of the United States, acting as if he had done anything for our country. It's, it's so sad. But what, what people have to understand, these people are the people that go along with these global elitists who want to fundamentally change this country for the worse. You see what I'm saying? Because why would anybody want to kneel on the flag? Why would anybody want to want an anarchy in the streets, want right. to defund our police? Holy. Does this make sense? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So when people start to hear stuff long enough, they start to believe it. That's right. And you, you got to understand, this is what the media are doing. They're they're defaming. They're 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 slandering yeah. the president of the United States. But what people fail to realize is that there are those that you see and those that you don't see. There is truly an an uprising going on in the underground. There is an uprising going on. People are tired and sick and tired of being sick and tired of what they're seeing happen in our in our country in these Democrat-ran cities mm-hmm. and states. They want peace. They want prosperity. We all have had a taste of that uh, with, with our president, with President Donald J. Trump. We know how it feels to be prosperous and to have a job and go to work, make money, come home, pay your bills, feed your family. But with what these Democrats are doing when they're taking and restricting people from going to work, uh, restricting people from from going to church, restricting people from singing in the house of worship and worshiping God. People, you all better wake up and smell the coffee. Do you want freedom or do you want to exchange your freedom for some free stuff that's going to go away when the money run out? You all better act, act right, think, look, look, see what's going on. That's right. Well, I agree with you, and most of my listeners do too, but let's talk about the church, and especially the black church, which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is actually more influential in uh, the black community than uh, the evangelical church is in, in the culture at large. But yet there are a lot of Bible-believing, Bible-preaching uh, preachers mm-hmm. uh and you feel the power of God when you go to the service, and they, they believe the Bible from, as they say, gen, uh, generation to revolution, you know, I mean. But then they vote Democrat. What's wrong with this because picture, they know, and how? They know no better. 
because they've been conditioned. And I, we even put out a tweet this morning, you know, how can any pastor support Jim Crow Joe and phony Kamala? These people are okay with killing babies through abortion, and they're even silent about child human trafficking. That's right. Why? Like, look at this here. Let's, 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 just, let's, let's take politics out. Look at the sanity of, of, of what these people, what they think is, 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 this is insane what they're doing and their thought process. But this is what they think is sanity. Aborting babies, that's the biggest genocide there is that's ever been committed, probably worse than slavery, okay? And then on top of that, you are not saying anything about child human trafficking that's going on through the tunnels right there at the border. Because you remember, because you know the Democrats, they want to keep that, Joe and them want to keep that border wide open where people can just flow in. Mm -hmm. You know, just think about that for a minute. These people don't care. And the pastors, I'm looking at these pastors in these churches. Are you being bullied and to submission to be quiet because if you really believe in the word of God you will speak out against this sin that's right because this is what this is this is straight sin you wouldn't allow these Democrats and these global elitists to push a narrative because pretty soon they're going to want to take away the Bibles yep. you see, they already want to tear down the statues that resemble Jesus mm-hmm. you see what they already want to destroy the church they already was in Portland doing yeah. Does that make sense? But that's because the pastors won't stand up and speak out, out against this evil. That's right. Especially, and some of them I heard, excuse me, Silk, was being paid to be silent. Go ahead, Silk. Especially if they're preaching in church, thou shalt not kill. That's one of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And they are okay with killing babies. Right. That's genocide. That's and how right. can black people say they want to be part of the majority? You will never be part of the majority if you allow Planned Parenthood and them to coerce you to kill your black babies or if you continue to kill each other in the streets. That's right. Well, you talked about an underground uprising that's taking place. You know, as I look at the media, and of course I agree with you 100% about the media, and you can't believe most of it, but they make it sound like uh, the black community is even more against Donald Trump than ever before. And we know historically and statistically that the vast majority do uh, vote for whoever has a D by their name. But tell me more about this underground uprising that you see happening. Well, I see that black people are starting to wake up. Right. When they hear the, the crazy, the sinister and sick things that come out of Jim Crow Joe Biden's mouth mm-hmm. about if you don't vote for me, you ain't black enough or or or. Uh, making it or implying that all black people uh, only have one thought pr- process and we all think alike. That's right. Um, understanding that he referred to black people as predators on the senator floor. He pushed a crime bill that decimated the black community. Mm-hmm. They understand this. And with them understanding yep. slowly but surely, they're starting to wake up out of this stupor. And like, wait a minute, we keep giving these people our votes and they haven't done anything for black America. You name me one thing that Jim Crow Joe Biden or Sony Kamala Harris have done for black America. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. One pushed the crime, wrote the crime bill, and the other one followed through with it. That's right. And keep in happened. mind that Joe Biden has been in government position for all, almost a half a century. Okay, so even though he wrote and pushed that crime bill, he could have did something about it, but he didn't do anything. And he had almost a half a century to do something. That's right. So people got to look at look at what you're voting for here. Look at what's going on here. And there's a lot of people that's like sitting back saying, wait a minute, we've been voting for the same system that haven't done absolutely nothing for us. Why is black folks still broke? Why are we still stuck in the same rut looking really messed up? 
why is it that it seemed that the black community always get left behind? And then you talk about systemic racism. Why is it that systemic racism is happening in these Democrat-ran cities where a lot of the uh, different governors or even the mayors, excuse me, mayors and DAs, they're black. Mm-hmm. So right. is that black on black systemic racism? You're right. And those are questions that have to be asked. I want to talk a little bit about your book because I want people to buy this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you have a lot of interesting stories. And one of them is that you told about your first encounter with the political censorship of the elites mm-hmm. and uh, what happened with Google and Facebook and even Fox and Congress. What is going on and what happened? Wow. Well, listen, I think that is people's they all agenda. You know, you yep. don't realize that you are an influencer and how powerful your voice is until somebody's trying to stop you. Yeah. Now, not to give everything away from the book, you all know we was up there on the hill when it came to the social media platform and how they tried to silence us and what happened with YouTube and what happened with Facebook. That's and right. We even write about our experience with Fox um, because, you know, we made a lot of, we garnered a lot of media attention based off a story. So we wrote the truth as to what happened. What happened. And we want everybody to get the book Diamond and Silk Book.com. But can I just also just yes. interject right, real quick and say that you have a lot of times you have Democrats, white liberal Democrats, that always call everybody else a racist, a racist, a racist. But see, it was white liberals who took and tried to silence Diamond and Silk's mm-hmm. voice. They basically took and tried to choke out our platform so that people could not find us right. and, and, and make us invisible. You know, but when God have a different plan for you, it's nothing that the devil can do about it, but just sit back and watch it, watch it all unfold. Right. But so it's it, it, you, people got to remember that that when God is in control, that n- it's nothing that nobody can do it. If God bring you to it, He will see you through it. And we have the faith to believe that we will get to the next platform and grow higher and higher and higher in what we're doing. Thank God for basically protecting Diamond and Silk, our voices, our platform, where people could actually see us, get to know the truth about us. And that's why we want them to go to DiamondAndSilkBook.com, DiamondAndSilkBook.com to go ahead and pre-order their copy of this book. We talk about a whole lot of different things in this particular book, especially when it comes down to censorship and how people want to silence you because you, you're going against the status quo. Right. You're going against the narrative that they've put out there. We're two black, strong, conservative women. We're not supposed to be that within the Democrat eye. You're not supposed to do that. And how dare you speak out a term? How dare you say something about our tactics and what we're doing? So what we're going to do is try to smother and silence you. Right. But they can't silence too big, too big mouth black women because we loud. <laughs> Not only that, we also have our show on Newsmax TV yes. on the weekend. It comes on on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It debuted last week, so we want you all to catch that so that we can continue to speak out. There's no way yeah. that God can give us all of this wisdom and we keep it to ourselves. And it's common sense wisdom. Listen, right. when President Trump took office, he went up there, promises made, promises kept. Mm-hmm. He did everything he pretty much said he was going to do, he's done it. That's right. And that's what we're very, very, very happy about. So we have to keep speaking the truth, speaking out, so that more people can can hear us, yeah. and they won't be hoodwinked by the left wing and even some on the right stream media. That's right. So people have to get the book to hear all these interesting stories, things <laughs> that they haven't heard about, or maybe they've heard some about, but you're telling the truth. Yeah. I want everyone to run out. We need to support Diamond and Silk. 
And in publishing, I'm in the publishing industry, money speaks. And we got to make this a major bestseller. And we've also got to get out the word to all Americans, but especially African-Americans, on really what's happening. And nobody can speak to the issues like you can. Wow. Thank you so much. We're going to continue to speak out on these issues, especially when it pertains to black America. We want them to stop going along with the liberal ideology. That liberal ideology, that type of uh, mindset is the reason why black people are destroying themselves. If you go into what they call the hood or alcohol liquor stores on every corner, every other corner, abortion clinics, dropping drugs in the neighborhood for you to destroy yourself, even down to the music. And let me just tell you something. Black people are depicted to only be one way. Mm-hmm. And that was put in place by the systems that that right, left-leaning liberals put, put in, in place. place. Yeah. Say, but if you start thinking outside of the box, you're conservative, you want to stand for the flag, you want to stand up for your country, they want to deem you a sellout. They want to call you a conga, a katam, a mama, a nacho mama. But see, this is the deal. These people don't get to tell black people how to think. We have our own minds. We can think for ourselves, and we don't need anyone spoon-feeding us a narrative. Not all black people are savages. Not all white people are savages. Not all white people are racist. Not all black people are racist. Racism comes in every color and creed. Understand that. So I will not allow the media and all of these left-leaning people to try to depict black people as we are sliding up and down the poles. We're drug dealers. We're out there stealing and looting. What they're showing you on TV, most black families, we don't agree with that. We don't do that. Even that pumping your fist to Black Lives Matter. I believe Black Lives Matter. I also believe all lives matter. And Diamond and Silk would never pump their fist to an organization that believe in Marxism, which is socialism and communism, and that wants to disrupt and dismantle the nuclear family. So what you're saying is you don't want our black children to grow up with a a, a, two parents and a a mother and a father. Mm -hmm. So what you gonna do with the men? Because men can't fly with one wing. Our black men cannot fly with one wing, and we still need them to be pillars and leaders in the community. That's right. Well, I agree with you. And as I wrap up, I have one big question. Mm -hmm. You predicted in 2015 that Donald Trump would win. What is your prediction for 2020? I believe President Trump is going to remain the 45th president of the United States. Everyone needs to get out and vote. You want to push against these universal mail-in ballots. You want to go to the poll and vote. Or you want to request an absentee ballot, which is verified, is what you need to do if you can't get to a poll. But the stuff that these Democrats are trying to propose and push is a way to cheat and fraud the system. I believe that if everyone get out and vote, he is going to remain the 45th president of these United States. It's going to be a red tsunami. So make sure you vote red. Uh, R-E-D. Remove every Democrat. Democrat. Vote right so you won't get left. Vote for President Donald J. Trump. That's right. Boy, that's great. And your lips to God's ears. I pray that (laughs) that's true. And I just thank you so much for being on my podcast and As we wrap up, I want you to tell people again about Newsmax, about the book, about all these things that people could do. And the good thing about a podcast is you can stop it, you can back it up, and Mm -hmm. you can write it down if they don't hear it the first time. 
Absolutely. So we have the book Uprising, The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. You can get the book at diamondandsilkbook.com or anywhere they sell books. (laughs) And then we have our new show on Newsmax every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Diamond and Silk Crystal Clear. And for listings, if you want to know what stations or whatever, you can go to newsmaxtv.com to get the listings on what uh, channel it um, uh, your network offers. We also have our own podcast show as well, Diamond and Silk, the podcast. You can get it at Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you can find your podcast. Right. Find it there. Boy, that's great. We need to get you on the Charisma Podcast Network, too. It would be such an honor, and it's been an honor to have you on my podcast today. This has been a lot of fun talking to you. I am so pumped up, and I know my listeners are too. Uh-huh. So thank you for being here. Thank you to my listeners. Share this with friends. Put it on social media. We need to get this thing going viral. We need to get this message out because, in my opinion, Diamond and Silk are two of the greatest role models in the black community today. And we all need role models, but it seems like they're they're lacking, especially ones who have a conservative viewpoint. So thank you both, and thank you to my listeners for listening. God bless you. I want to add something. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to just call attention to my two books. I'm not just trying to sell a book. I'm trying to get the message out, and of course, I put them in books, and I want to let you know that you can buy God, Trump, in the 2020 election, and also my new book, God, Trump, and COVID-19, How the Pandemic is Affecting Christians, the World, and America's 2020 Election. You can get them, of course, online. There are a couple of good online booksellers. Amazon.com, of course, is the best known, but also ChristianBooks.com sells it, as well as BarnesandNoble.com. But you can buy it on my own website, which is my name, SteveStrangBooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, books in the plural. And on my site, we have some specials. You can buy them in bundles. Uh, You can get several copies at a discounted price, and also the copies that are on my website are autographed. Some people like that. Uh, You can also get it in many brick-and-mortar stores. Walmart and Sam's probably have the greatest number of copies and greatest number of stores around, but also Costco and some Christian bookstores. But wherever you get them, I hope that you'll read the book. I hope you're inspired by the book. That's really why I wrote it, was to inspire Christians to get involved because we can make a difference. So please read God Trump in the 2020 election and also God Trump and COVID-19. And if you like the book, share it with your friends. Loan them a copy, buy them a copy, and also go on some of these websites and leave a review to just kind of get the word out there about these books. Thank you for doing your part to help me to get the word out. God bless you.